Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Thermo Fisher's Career Stories Behind the Science podcast. This is a podcast for those who seek inspiration and motivation in their daily work, for those who would like to understand how finance, IT, customer service professionals can contribute and leave impact on the industry of science. Today's guest, Gergő Zoltán Nagy, fell in love with chemistry at a very young age. He gained confidence during his colorful career journey to become a technical sales specialist. Let's listen to his story. Online is as much as fun as to have a face-to-face conversation. And uh, I have seen that people are starving to have not business-related, but personal-related topics. And sometimes I'm spending, and this is actually funny, when I'm having a one-hour business meeting planned with customers, even if this is the first time I ever met her or him, we are spending 20 minutes and sharing personal topics. Actually, my home office is the nursery room. Some of you may already know that Thermo Fisher Scientific is the world leader in serving science. Our colleagues' mission is to enable our customers to make the world healthier, cleaner, and safer. In our episodes of Career Stories Behind the Science, we introduce stories from our team in Budapest. By hearing inspiring career stories, in this episode again, we are ready to go behind the scenes of science. Now, let's start. So, hello, Gergely. How are you doing today? Hi, Tomasz. I'm fine, thank you. Actually, we are um, recording this in the afternoon, so I'm just straight after lunch, or you skipped lunch, actually, but how is your day going so far? Oh, fantastic. Actually, uh, I'm really thankful for being here, and for me, uh, it's it's always a pleasure to come to the office. Uh, you know, I'm I'm an extrovert person, so I, I got energy from other people being around, and Actually, I don't tell tell this to my manager, but I haven't really worked today. I just only chit chatting with with everyone here, so I'm feeling fantastic. Cool, lip sealed, right? So uh, <laughs> this is what I can promise to you. Um, no, listen, I was really much looking forward to this conversation. So knowing your background, I, th- I hope, and but I'm also sure that this is going to be an exciting uh, conversation. So really great to uh, to have you on a podcast series, what we call the career stories behind the science. And just before we go into the conversation, I'd uh, just like to invite you for a quick game, which we call the this and that, right? So um, just please tell me whatever comes to your mind first. Okay, so coffee or tea? Coffee. Phone call or chat? Chat. Facebook or Instagram? Facebook. Music or sport? Music. Dog or cat? Cat. Work hard or play hard? Work hard. Early bird or night owl? Night one. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, just in terms of uh, of the cat, do you have any? I'd like to have one, but I can't. Unfortunately, my wife, she's having a severe allergy. And, uh, you know, I like default cats with hair. So <laughs> fur, furry cats, uh, not naked ones. I don't know the, the exact term. So I one day, maybe. Yeah, uh, look, I absolutely sympathize with your wife because I have the same. So I, I generally I like animals and I like cats, but you know, whenever I'm close to this, I for actually for about two or three minutes, I look like Will Smith in the movie called I can't remember the English title, like Snitch or Snatch. When do you remember the scene when he went into he got an allergy yeah, rash yeah, and yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, were just yeah, running yeah, around okay. the shop and everything? <laughs> so that's me. So can I actually I really sympathize with your wife. So. 
listen, like I said, it's really great to um, um to have you. And uh, very first question is that if you think back to your childhood and when you were a young boy, then did you have any any dream job that you wanted to go for? And if so, what was it? Yes, I always had a dream. When I was six, I wanted to be a train driver, but obviously that didn't happen. So I consider myself as a child when I was 13. That was the time when I became determined. I decided that I'm going to become a chemist. In, from that moment, I was working very hard to become a chemist, and I did. I went to a dedicated vocational high school. Then I went to the university. So I always wanted to be a chemist. And uh, that was my dream, but my dream has changed because I also had some side dreams, if I can say that, that uh, I always felt the the calling to become, a, I don't know, I wanted to become a politician or an actor. So, but, you know, these were strange dreams, right? So, so chemist looked uh, more like a, an obvious choice, but uh, it turned out later that uh, my internal calling was stronger than the scientific one. All right, and just in terms of you know you moving from being a train driver to a to a chemist, do you have anyone in the family um, who is in that field, or where is this coming from? Uh, you mean the chemistry or the yeah, train yeah. driver? No, okay. the chemistry. Okay, <laughs> well, actually both. <laughs> no, actually no. My my parents were. Um, I mean, they were officers you know so so no one actually within my family diploma was a was a rare thing actually it never happened so i was the first who who got a, a degree here and no nowhere to be found when i saw chemistry when i saw science actually the periodic table i must say i fell in love i wanted to know more and and this is still going on i always want to know more i want to understand and answer the the, the simplest question why okay. in terms of uh, of your career journey so where you started from and where you are at the moment uh, could you just guide us through the main stations of your of, of your journey sure thing how much time do we have <laughs> yeah whatever it takes whatever it takes man <laughs> no just joking so uh, you heard the the episode one that uh, i went to this dedicated vocational high school as i said i was very determined you know teachers asked why did you come here? And I told them, well, it's simple. I want to win a national competition. I want to go to the university uh, with a free pass. And uh, they were like, uh, sorry, you, you have to be very smart if you want to win a national competition and you want to get a free pass to every university. I did that. I, I went to one university. I wanted to become a chemist. I joined. I did fine i was invited to become a researcher actually did, uh, did student researching or something like this and it was obvious that after i got my degree that i will stay uh, and start the phd which i did i started never finished because in the meantime i found out that i'm actually enjoying teaching i never had a teach uh, a teacher's degree but i started to enjoy it and i realized that instead of chemicals I enjoy more more working with people and I found less and less satisfaction in research. The results didn't came. And then when PhD ended, I remained on the university. And then one day my wife, actually that time she was my girlfriend, but she asked the simplest question. Don't you want an actual job? 
And I was like, I'm having a job. Okay, let me rephrase the question. A decent job with a decent salary. And then I realized that I'm getting nowhere and I want to find something which I really enjoy. I was desperate, found a lot, sent my CV to literally everywhere. And then a small company picked it and I became a sales rep without zero sales background, just the interpersonal skills. They found some potential in me and I became a salesperson. Then I outgrown myself. I realized that I want something international. So I went to a big company, which is our competitor actually. And after three years, I also found that, hey, I have reached my limits here. And we were competing against Thermo Fisher, a big, big project. It was a zero to hero moment. And despite our best efforts, Thermo Fisher easily won the project. And then I realized that, hey, I want to be the part of the winning team. And I had friends who have reached out to me. And one day I listened. And... Um, well, I applied and you know the rest, uh, how HR works. And uh, there I have a quite exciting story to that. How did I get here? But here I am now. And also interesting that as probably, you know, I'm having two positions at the moment because I'm in the middle of a transition. But I think, um, yeah, that's it. Maybe I will elaborate it later though. Yeah, if you if you think about and think back, is there any memorable or particularly challenging moment or challenging period throughout your career that you could share with us? Sure thing, several actually. Uh, I mean, it was already challenging to get here to term the Thermo Fisher. I mean, I was in the middle of a project, uh, external customer visits. Thursday evening, I got a mail from, from HR that, hey, uh, a minor addition to your interview on Tuesday, we need a 20 minutes presentation, quite general topic, actually. And uh, Monday was the deadline of a very important task, which is a so-called annual operation plan for the salesperson. This is everything. This is the moment when you tell your manager how much income you will generate. And uh, so it was a busy weekend, I must say. I finished, I uh, the job and then I started to prepare to my presentation which was due on Tuesday morning and it was challenging it was full of stress to f uh, to meet the criteria but it was mo the most memorable moment that that presentation I gave and and the and the look on the faces because it was impressive and uh, I realized that I I am able to bring value to this company so this was challenging and satisfactory in the same moment Great. Um, what do you um, what do you consider to be your biggest achievement throughout your career, or something that you're really proud of? Well, I am I am proud proud of where I am uh, today. That I found myself. This is my biggest achievement, actually. I found myself within this company. This company gave me the confidence, actually, and my manager gave me the confidence, actually forced me to think about um, my career. And I always said to him, no, 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 no. I just need time. I just need time to grow my roots, you know. And and then I realized that what, what I want to do, and now I'm having a 5, 10, 15 years plan within this company. So this is my biggest achievement that I found myself, I found my aspiration. So, and, and also my biggest achievement is my family. 
they are supporting me in this role. So I'm not giving you any business cases, just that I found my place. That's really great to hear, really. Um, and to those who are listening to this and, um, you know, let's say, you know, just really about to um, um, to graduate from college or from university and your job obviously is not super cool. So what are the what are the key attributes or uh, that you could call out that are really, really exciting? And uh, what is the what is the funniest part of your job? <laughs> so regarding uh, key attributes, it's it's also also difficult, you know, um, because what university gave me is that that I was able to got to know myself. So I, I knew what I want to do or what I like. I knew that I want to work with people. And I didn't know that sales is, is about this. I mean, it's obvious. So that's the most exciting part of my job that, that I actually meet people. Of course, because of the uh, pandemic situation, it wasn't able, I really miss travel. But online as as much as fun as to have a face-to-face conversation. And uh, I have seen that people are starving to have not business related but personal related topics and sometimes i'm spending and this is actually funny when i'm having a one-hour business meeting planned with customers even if this is the first time i ever met her or him we are spending 20 minutes and sharing personal topics actually my home office is the nursery room (laughs) and i am not uh, uh, using virtual backgrounds i let the people see where i'm sitting and i'm always explaining that the little train on the background. So this is this is fun. And they are resonating. 95% of the people are resonating to that. They are having stories to share. I'm amongst them, by the way, so because <laughs> I, I do the same. So that's cool. In terms of... Uh, of um, because you touched based on, a, on an interesting point around the online and uh, piece and operating in the virtual space, especially over the last 12 or, or, or 14 months, you being a quite an outgoing and and an extroverted persona, so how did you find that literally from one day to another, the physical and the, in that respect uh, or that respect, the the face to face negotiations or or client meeting just were caught to stop? How did you find it, and 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 what did you find the most difficult? I found it ex- extremely difficult. I mean one day to another i was driving actually i had a meeting here in nearby budapest and then i uh, get into the car and i was driving over to slovenia i had a meeting fixed and i got a call from slovenia that unfortunately the borders have been closed you can't come so i had to turn back to home and <laughs> i still remember the moment what i felt and and uh, yeah it took a few months i got a slightly depressed and I needed to find myself again, how I'm operating from home with two little children, constantly working from home, losing personal interactions or dropping. Yeah, it was really hard and I needed to reinvent myself. And, and, and the company helped me a lot, actually. And also eventually, I mean, also my customers, they went through the same. So it was easy that we have shared our, you know, our pain. I'd, I'd say, and then our joys. So, so that's it. The world has changed, and uh, I got lots of support because we are all facing the same challenges, and, and the struggles were also the same. Did you find anything new about yourself throughout this period? 
yeah, I found out that uh, I am caring more that I showed and I let myself the luxury of show my my feelings and enjoy the conversations actually. I allowed myself the, the luxury of time to, to have personal interactions during business calls. Right. Look, um, we are coming to an end of, uh, of our first section, which I, I really enjoyed. And just before we, uh, we close this off, again, just I'd like to invite you for a, a quick game if you like. So again, if you can just turn back time and rewind when you came out of, uh, of university. And if you just imagine you're a fresh graduate, and just look at the opportunities that we have in here in the interim official and if you could choose anything then uh, then what would you go for it's difficult because i'm not the same person who i was that time so i that time i was more scientific related and that time it was also difficult because those opportunities didn't exist so i am envious actually for the uh, newly graduates uh, so Let's see, something technical. I could have definitely aimed a technical specialist or so something technical related, definitely, because I, I wanted to bring the, the scientific knowledge, but that time I had absolutely no idea about how corporate works. Actually, I must say, I detested corporate work because I was so determined that academy is the top of everything. Academy will save lives and will save the world. And, and actually, the thing is that academy has no uh, direct potential to do that. We, we have, we are saving lives and we are contributing every day. And this is funny. And so I could go to myself and uh, shake myself and say, wake up, man wake up <laughs> uh, that's cool and and uh, again you nailed it when when you said that you are uh, obviously we are not uh, the persons who we were uh, 15 or 20 years back if you could go back with now this experience that you have and you know just um, uh, with this mindset is there anything that you would do differently sure thing i i would leave university uh, after I graduated and I would have never started PhD. Well, that's also difficult because it, it helped me to become the person. It helped me to realize my own potential. Maybe uh, I wouldn't have had it. So, you know what? Let me just uh, take it back. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, I would also give the time for myself to realize my own potential. So thanks a lot. I really enjoyed the first part. And um, yeah, yeah, really appreciate it. Thanks again. Cheers. In the next episode, we will continue the conversation with Gergő Zoltán Nagy. Let's have a short teaser from next week's episode. Making an impact. This is my purpose. I always wanted to make an impact. That's why I made the TV show. I wanted to make an impact and not, uh, <laughs> not that type of impact that I'm exploding something, but uh, impact on children's lives that chemistry is easy, it's fun. Everyone can find inspiration and motivation in their daily work if you look behind the scenes of the bigger picture. Our guest today found that while growing professionally, he can also contribute to making the world healthier, cleaner and safer. If you liked today's episode, add the podcast to your favorites to make sure you don't miss the next one. 
follow us on Facebook, or check out the Thermo Fisher Scientific Job Portal to join us in making the world healthier, cleaner, and safer. You'll find the links in the description. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope you heard some interesting stories. See you in our next episode and career stories behind the science. Career stories behind the science were brought to you by Thermo Fisher Scientific Budapest, Hungary. Produced by Brandfist Employer Branding in conjunction with Thermo Fisher Scientific. Let's look behind the science in the next episode.